This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Thank you for attending today's War Room Moment. Um, today, I have the pleasure of having Fred on today. Fred, thanks for being here, buddy. Hey, thank you for having me, Jason. Appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, Fred, take a couple of minutes and introduce yourself and tell us what your superpower is, buddy. Wow. Well, I think I might have to start out with my superpower first because <laughs> I just found out like last week I am a polymath. So, oh. yeah, that's pretty unique. And I think it ties into the stuff that I've been trying to figure out all my life because I label myself as a tortured soul all of this time. So <laughs> it kind of puts me at ease now to know that I wasn't crazy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Been around for 419 years, as a matter of fact, the polymath. Mm. So it really is a culture. It's a, it's pretty, I'm getting more interesting. And it's like, like uh, Leonardo da Vinci and a few other people. I'm like, okay, this is okay. I can rock with this a little bit. So uh, that was it. What was the other part of the the section, sir? (laughs) Oh, tell us about your company and a little bit about your, what do you do? What's your, what's your superpower other than that? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that that it's interesting because that superpower is infused in that. Sure, sure. Because by definition, it's an individual whose knowledge spans a substantial number of subjects known mm-hmm. to draw on complex bodies of knowledge to solve specific problems. That is the technical definition. And that's all I've done all my life. So I went from scaling up companies literally from kitchen tables and countertops when I was in the finance and insurance industry in the automotive game. And always behind the scenes I had did professional I learned professionally how to advertise about 26 years ago journalism and broadcasting so it's been little segments of that mass communication lane that I've been doing all my life but it's been showing up as either in the hard money lane when I was in the finance sector or now I'm also what they call a freelancer but I also have a uh just a lot of stuff going on yeah Right. Don't we all, right? Polymath <laughs> <laughs> well, more specifically. We're we're labeled as Jack of all trades, master of none, but I'm like, I got receipts on all my stuff. Yeah. Well, that's a Marine. Yeah. Jack of all trades and master of none. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> for 90 days. Now, this is pretty interesting stuff. For 90 uh, days, we were shown how to move and how to survive efficiently, or mm-hmm. we wouldn't be around to survive that conflict. So let that sink in. Yeah. 90 days just for that. Yeah, there you go. Well, cool. Well, thanks for that. And, you know, the the point of this podcast is really to have good discussion of what's going on in the world today, so on and so forth. So what do you think is a discussion that's hot right now that, you know, we could bring to light and maybe bring a little attention to? Um by using this form of media and getting it out in the world that, hey, this is a hot topic. Cool. I think the hottest topic that no one is talking about is what I call multi-generational segmentation. 
it's also known as diversity, equity, and inclusion. Imagine mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, right? There you go. There's literally six generations that are alive right now, and everybody thinks that they're right. And that's the cool <laughs> thing about it. We all are right. But the yeah. thing about it is, I want to speak on what I got to think is right. It, it, that tends to you know, rub people the wrong way. Because in my world, and, and this is a conversation that I, quite frankly, wasn't even expecting, um, but I ran a series last year called Canopreneur. And those were the conversations that came straight from the community onto the platform. And a little bit about my background, like I told you, I come from scaling up high level companies from like scratch, literally from my kitchen table, and they're worth a few hundred million dollars. So I took a shortcut. I went straight from being in the streets, doing door to door sales, because I've always done direct sales, period, end of story. Mm-hmm. Before there was anybody like who's out there now who's talking about it, I was the guy in the, in the hood and, and it changed my life, quite frankly. So that's a different story for a different point in time. But what I was able to do is statistically impossible in the first place. That is to even be aware of the fact that there's something wrong. And this isn't the first time I talked about it. As a matter of fact, I did something with Laurel Langmire called Entrepreneur Success Secrets. And I was in a book and I talked about the power of resiliency. And in that book, I specifically talk about how I'm walking up the street. Then it's like it's like a cloudy overcast day on one side and then clear another because it just rained or whatever. And then I looked, I'm like, man, well, this sucks. I'm kind of over here, but I'm literally walking past million dollar homes over here. I'm like, what is so different? And I'm like, seriously, just like, I'm a kid, right? I don't know no better. Sorry about that. It's just, it's just, I'm a kid. I don't know any better. So it's just like, it just threw me for a loop and I couldn't understand it. And then the technical term is called cognitive dissonance. It's like a bazillion dollar word. I'm from the streets. I had to learn all this vocabulary stuff. So I had a chance to see a lot of this stuff in action and actually experience it because I'm a very experiential type of learner. But I also realized that I was hermetically sealed and I would be coming back into these stories. But I didn't realize how bad it was. I didn't realize how bad it was until we stopped traveling during the pandemic and I actually worked back at a car dealership. And I was like, this hasn't changed. (laughs) Like It changed in my life, but it didn't change in the environments and the conditions. Right. That's that right there. That part right there. Because it's normal. It's accepted. And here I am falling on people literally coming from a multinational lane into going into the middle of the market. And I literally hit the box real hard. My friend calls a whiplash. As a matter of fact, that's how hard I hit it. And I was like, what just happened? Like, I just I, I felt like literally like I need to go back to the jail and get my reverse double knit slacks like I left shit in the 70s. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, what's going on? Like, for real, I have questions like nobody's answering my questions. You know, I could call in a snap to get things done on a manufacturing side from the people on my speed, you know, in, 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 on my speed dial. But over here, what I'm saying isn't even worth a cup of coffee. And that's when I realized that the words and the weight that we have in the words have been taken away from us. So my words weren't supposed to have as much weight. On one hand, I can make a I can make a decision and call anybody on the planet who's anybody like literally, bro, I got in my office over here new car stickers with my name on them saying, do not sell. So explain to me how a kid from the inner city can make that lane, but it's so singular that it never, that anybody else can't experience that. So I'm coming to this table hermetically sealed. I have questions for real. 
And I know when we first engaged, that was a that's the hot topic that I'm just saying. And it's not just me, it's all over the place. So I'm just I'm like, why aren't people talking about it for real? Yeah, totally. Well, and it's <clears throat> it's a it's a really deep layered conversation, actually, right? Um, because it does span over such a wide generational gap, right? That you know, you take the workforce right? Just as an example, right? I mean, this goes into schools, this goes into work, this goes into lots of different places, right? But just to use one example, and that's taking the workforce. Well, the workforce, you know, couple all this stuff with the great resignation and all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And the pandemic just really did what? it expedited the whole conversation is really what it did. And when you look just in the business world, a lot of the businesses, they're just, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with it. So, so what do you do when you don't want to deal with something? You just ignore it. Right. Well, my belief on this topic is we are, not at a place anymore where we can ignore it. That's not possible anymore. Why? Because people are just saying, screw you, buddy. I'm out. I'm going to go work for Bob, yep. right? Because yep. Bob treats me good. Yep. And at the end of the day, it's what? All anybody wants is to be treated like everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah. Treat treat me the way you would want to be treated, right? So I can't uh, cuff on your podcast, can I? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So look, what uh, happened was, well, no, like in the Marine Corps, everybody's F. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Come here, come here, come here, come here. And yeah, yeah. it was it's almost like a term of endearment. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. What you want, bro? Like, you know, right. and, and, and I think to your point, that's what I'm not seeing out here is just a minimum standard. Right. I mean, even if it was like a micro standard and you have to have standards in, in order to know what to expect. Mm. Even if it's a, even if it's a mini standard, like with me, when I got back on the trail because I literally had to lose a lot of weight. That's part of my story back in schools died for real. People didn't even realize that. Um, it's that's very real. <laughs> like make no mistake about it. Sure. And it plays for keeps. So I had to re like energize my body into even believing that I could get on that treadmill. And I started at 1.1, then I started going 1.2. And next thing you know, I'm I'm getting my health back, right? And I think that's if we treated these conversations just like that to say, hey, what's the minimum standard that we can agree to? Then that'll open up just the micro space for us to take that half second step back, because that's what I teach in Thought Leader Academy is how to have a thought, how to have a half second step back. I've had to use it in the military. It's something that I created because literally it saved my life when I was out there in, you know, uh, real world conflicts out there. So it's, that's how important to me. I'm seeing the magnitude of just that little smidgen of, of a space is all we need. And the question is, are, or do you believe what I just said? You know, like it, it's almost yeah. like a belief issue at this point in time. I'm just like, well, listen to me. Right. I didn't ask to be this way. I, I was trained this way, you know, but I learned how to move a certain sure. way. And I think if, because they had a minimum standard to say, Hey, if you want this superpower, then you have to start over here. That's why I like the way you introduced 
this because I want to tie that whole theme into this whole essence of what we're talking about. Because I believe everybody has the power. Um, I believe that we just have to be given that 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 space to just be able to explore. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Well, and you know, to kind of go back to what you said before, when you look at the the military, right? So you take take SEAL training, right? Mm-hmm. That is a great equalizer, right? Yes. Because it doesn't matter if you're black, white, if you're short, if you're tall, if you're freaking, it doesn't matter. It's all a great equalizer, right? And if we could just, the society could just take on that kind of, that kind of, 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 of powerful concept where we have this great equalization across the board, right? I mean, will that happen? I mean, you and I both, it'll probably, no, it'll never happen, right? But that doesn't mean that we can't work towards it, right? And that's what you and I have been talking about for months. 100%. Is working towards that to change that footprint, right? Yeah. It's doable, totally doable. Yeah. And again, to your point, um, there's a way for us to become victims to victors as well and everybody Mm -hmm. can still get what they want and still without like trashing people because i've seen that even coming back into this lane i'm like how do you want to be a business owner but yet you crapping on employees but yet you need employees like the messaging from the the marketing lane out here is just totally it's it's perpetuating in a lot of instances a lot of this divisiveness from what i'm seeing because you got some people who all of a sudden know magic of words and they know how to do stuff. Because I've been a copywriter all my life, so this isn't new to me. <laughs> it's just like, I, you know, right. I've been professionally trained to do this so I can see things that other people can't, you know. But the reality of it is just because of the color of my skin, it's like, what's that got to do anything? Like, I'm out here eating. Like, do you want to eat with me? If so, that's what I got going on. It's, it's really simple with me. You know, right. I mess with everybody. So that's my minimum standard. Even <laughs> if you don't like them, I'm like, so what? They like me. And I, and I learned how to be like that just from being in the dealership lane, because I'm talking to dealers. They like, if I got one Ford dealer and they got six other people and I'm in their area, they know I'm going to be talking to them, even though they're competitors. It's just like, ah, ah. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about your business dog. But you know, the reality of it is we don't even know these kinds of tools. Why not? It's just small stuff, bro. I, I this this what we're talked about. What we're talked about can happen in the next year and a half. That's so cataclysmic. People have no idea how communication is going to be ripped apart in society because you click it all of a sudden. You want it like yesterday, and you've got these unrealistic standards and expectations. But I can't even see all of this stuff going on because I'm not even included in the conversation. Right. I, I mean, the only reason I know this stuff is because I've been include, I've been inclusive, I have been in inclusive environments before. So I know what the superpower of that really brings to the table. But for everybody who's just now discovering it, that's what I think is what we're experiencing right now in 2020, to your point, to me, accelerated that. I already saw glimpses of it because I traveled around the country for almost 15 years, just fixing dealerships like nonstop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what you're saying is spot on. And the interesting thing about it is a lot of stuff starts in California, man. People don't realize that California is a seventh GDP in the world period. So where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> and sure. if I have to rely upon my training 26 years ago to really understand what's going on. Uh, there's a problem period. I mean, it's, I'm a data guy. It's like, yeah, it's a problem. Sure. 
<laughs> well, I was the manager. <laughs> I'll be Karen. Yeah. I was the manager. Yeah. I got to include Karen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, it's like you and I had this conversation last week or whatever about yeah. how do we educate the force, right? Yeah. And you know, the military is a great example because it's like constant education on this stuff, right? And it's like they just pound this stuff into everybody's head but but then you kind of step back and you go it's 2022 why do we need to do this right (laughs) why do we need to continue on this conversation right but it's clearly a conversation that's important because we're all seeing it happen it's unfolding and we either pay attention to it and try to do something about it or it'll be Guess what? 2026, and we'll be right back here on this podcast talking about it again. <laughs> right? I, so. I think, I think, I don't think, I don't know if we're going to have a choice on that one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. like, what you, what you mean four years later? What? No, you don't have four years. No. Yeah. yeah right. Again, I mean, it, it, what you're saying is you're hitting the nail on the head. And I see it even in my own household. You know, it's just a bad bad vibe it's a bad energy it's affecting people's health it's affecting performance it's affecting morale it's affecting esprit de corps it's affecting a lot of real things because because we are all energy maybe that's a little too woo woo but if the energy is weird we have to say hey there's a little bit of weirdness going on over here like i gotta understand this because it's affecting my it's affecting this it's affecting that and that's why i'm talking about something that's it's just having a small standard, but like, look, when we're coming to the table, can we at least, you know, focus on this? Right. Now I can say that, bro. And I can give the secret sauce away because to actually do that is a whole different ball of wax. But now what happens is people go from a knowing problem into a doing problem. Mm-hmm. That's a whole difference. That's this is one thing to not be aware of a thing. It's another thing to say, this works. I know. I got receipts. <laughs> and in order to get over here, we have to do this thing called work. And that's the reasons why I like the military so much, man, is because yeah. you got to put in work. And just like my homies out in the street, you know, you got to put in work. Work is work. As an entrepreneur, you just heard me talking to Big Cuz Jay. He lives it. He's like, man, I'm, I, I, have to, I have to work. It's like, yes. But somehow, some way, it doesn't matter what generation you are, we've all gotten hypnotized a little bit. Yeah. And we don't see this and we don't see this narrative. I mean, even as smart as I am, that's the reasons why I try to talk to you as much as I can, because we need familiarity with our communities, familiarity with the teams. And there's no familiarity. And everybody's right. Even when my daughter got bullied when, you know, back in 2011, she got cyber bullied. I'm like, I didn't even know that that existed. I'm like, what the heck is this? Because yeah, I'm not from right. that generation. Mm-hmm. But all these little little dissension examples that create up to how we aren't able to communicate. And then somebody else who currently has a narrative has a remote control of our life. And I'm like, well, I'm mm-hmm. a lot different than that. I need to really understand, like, look, I love my Crenshaw guys down there. You know, I'm working with them as far as, you know, supporting them in however way I can, you know, but I know that when I'm putting into my community, it's working because I'm doing that. So however I can do that, regardless of whether I'm black, you know, LGBTQIA plus, I don't care. Like that has nothing to do with me doing something. <laughs> right. That's just my right, viewpoint. Right. You know, I mean, well, hey, Fred, all really good stuff and good uh, discussion points and, and things like that. And, and you and I are definitely locking hands this year and 
And uh, that's something you and I have been working on for a while. And I'm really excited to roll that out with you um, because it's important to me. I got little kids, you know, I want them to grow up the right way. And, and hopefully uh, they don't have to deal with these things. Right. Um, Will, will it ever end? Eh, I don't know, but at least we can do our part. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things because my family moves by a certain code and we just do our best regardless of how people come to us. We always want to leave people better than how we found them. That's always been our primary code of the house. Yeah. We said that in black and white, we said it out loud. It's just part of our ethos, pathos and logos, because again, man, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And um, I think to me, that would be a great start to have these uh, conversations with some compassion and um, I think most of the conversations that I've been having are just straight up data driven. So I'm like, I really don't know what to do with this data, guys, quite frankly. But here it is. I don't know. Here, <laughs> That's the kind of stuff. But, you know, but I'm also involved, too, because, like I said, I'm a member of my community and I see how it affects me. You know, but certain parts of the lane, I know that's not my lane. It's just like, yep, right. here, here it happened. Like, it, this is it. Like, this is we now know what it is. What are we doing about it? <laughs> like, period. Sure. Sure. So that's it. Well, and, and the, and the yeah. data really supports that. Yeah, for sure. And that kind of speaking on those lines, right? So you're a you're a data driven guy, right? And mm-hmm. you know how how has that either created a struggle for you in your business, being kind of one side data driven? Um, how's that created a struggle for you, or what has been a struggle for you? Um, that you could give some advice to a young up up and coming CEO and say, look, here's a struggle I went through and this is what I did to fix it. Now you don't have to get that arrow. Mm, that is a brilliant question. So the answer to that question is I've never been an either or guy to begin with when I looked at data. Mm-hmm. I've always been a both kind of guy. So sure. because I'm able to see because I'm able to see both sides of the data in certain lanes that I'm in have to preface that. Um, What I'm able to do is to really use discernment when it comes to making decisions. I've had to use it, you know, when I was in the military, I've had to use it out in the automotive industry, no matter what lane I'm in, you know, because a lot, I was, I had a lot of stuff that was, you know, I was responsible for. So with that kind of power comes response, great responsibility, quite frankly. And um, Mm -hmm. so, so for me, that was the big challenge because in this lane, there was little to no accountability. And that really, right. That I think that part right there, like you knew for a fact that it, look, I'm going to be totally blunt with you. There was one time when the consumer finance protection board was coming down the street, like just hitting every single manufacturer in, in uh, California. And they looked at me as like, what to do? I'm like, well, get your checkbook. Like <laughs> they coming through and you got to pay taxes. That's just the way it works, you know? And, you know, people looked at me like I was crazy, but when you know the answer and then you have a whole stream of consciousness that can barely make payroll that don't know where their next meal's coming from because they're on the other side of that data. They're on the other side of those numbers. They don't know who's fighting for them. They don't have any certainty or control in their lives. Like uh, March 30th is a very important date. It's called uh, I am in control day. A lot of people don't even know that. So Mm -hmm. it was one of the very first days that we're really trying to assert 
the fact that, you know, we have a say so in our life. And I think when people start honoring those boundaries, we start really moving a certain way. And that's the problem that I've experienced in this lane. Um, I have looked for the answer. I've spent $400,000 of my personal money trying to get the answer. I've asked some of my quote unquote friends for help and they'll either ghost me or act like they don't know me. And I'm like, well, to know me at this point in time is to owe me because now I know what I should be looking for. But I was fortunate enough to have that resource because I saved up for it. You know what I'm saying? I was fortunate mm-hmm. enough to have to be able to move certain ways because just that's just like how you learn how to move in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just <laughs> I didn't realize that the stuff that I did was that valuable, quite frankly. And and I think I think people are starting to realize their own value and their own uh, self-worth. And we see that the deck is been slightly stacked, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I don't think it was intentionally either. I want to be super clear on that. Okay. So let me speak from the other side of the data because that's how I think. Okay. What I personally think was the industrial revolution was a good thing. This is my, this is my official narrative since we're recording it. What mm-hmm. I believe is that the industrial revolution was designed to help us become more efficient, but somebody left the machines on and then they just got broken finally in 2020, but we were already going that direction anyway. Because that's what Web 3.0 is all about. Web 3.0 is like, look, it ain't no such thing as a guru. You better know your stuff or you don't. Don't worry about that big brand right there. I got breaking news for you. It's the ones in the streets that move the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm seeing right now. So to me, that's an exciting lane because I have data to support that. So Mm -hmm. the problem, though, is that a lot of people don't even know that that lane exists. So I always think in terms, since I'm all about diversity, equity, and inclusion, Here's what I do. I go, hey, can the person on the bus stop understand what I'm saying right now? Because they have hopes, dreams, goals, and ambitions too. They just don't know the cheat codes like (laughs) y'all. You know, they may not have the resources. Like, and when I mean y'all, I'm just talking about people who have it and they just don't know what to do with it. I'm not talking about people who just take a hard line and go, "Uh," I'm like, it is what it is, guys. I don't care. I'm I'm not interested in your side of the world. I know my numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I was a hard money lender for a long time. <laughs> so it's just like, I know something. I I have my tax license. So I when it comes to numbers, I'm pretty savvy on it. And to get your tax license in California, it conforms to federal standards, which means I also have federal tax law and continuing education credits. So I'm kind of like a money guy. So why is one stream of income broken right now? I have questions. I didn't do that. I, I haven't I haven't I haven't looked at that since 2004. Period. Like it, it just was one of those things that you just said it once and you forget it, just like the machines of 2020. So hopefully that makes sense. But I have to tell my own story because I can only speak for my own lane. And because I'm a polymath, anybody can reverse engineer my life and just really see how I've played. You can see the decisions that I've made. Some of them aren't the best, but they aren't the worst either because I'm still here. I have, you know, multinational friends and I still have connections and resources, but I'm, I'm very, I'm very lucky and rare at the exact same time, because to me, it's always been weird to even speak about this kind of stuff. Cause I thought everybody, cause legit, I thought everybody could do this, but then to know that my daughters, you know, over here struggling. And then this one over here is doing well because they have my proximity and she doesn't, you know what I'm saying? This is, mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, I'm not seeing that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not seeing what I should be expecting right now for this part, this this season of my life. And mm-hmm. I own, I own my past, you know, like I'm still, I'm reaching right now to my daughters being like, cause they, I come from broken marriages as a result of this stuff, because I knew I would find the answer. 
but why did other people have to suffer? So, right. and I wasn't even trying to do it on purpose. It was legit like, man, don't y'all want to get out? Don't y'all want to do this stuff? And they're like, ah, I can't keep up. It's like, I get it. I know that now, but in the moment I didn't. So the first thing I did was apologize. I have to eat my own cooking. Okay. So if I can eat my own cooking and be like, yo, my bad, like, you know, okay. You know, I'm three marriages out. Y'all see the fourth one really winning. <laughs> you know, I have mm-hmm. to, I have to do the exact same thing. And I, that's what I'm doing. Um, right. I was, I was on a board with Crystal Richardson in December where kids are literally killing themselves every 41 minutes to your point, as far as them having unrealistic expectations, uh, the, all of this stuff comes from miscommunications. It comes from not understanding your environment. It's not, it comes from not knowing where you're at on the board. It's not understanding how marketing and sales work. It's not, it comes from not understanding how mass communication works. It, it's com- it comes from a lot of misunderstandings. And then you have a form of learned helplessness. That's what product mm-hmm. of my own, own environment literally means. And then you have uh, generational stuff that's going on. All it takes is really two generations. That's the reason why understanding history is so important. Right. And there you have it. That, that's the formula. That's why I mean, you can read a book called The Hundred Year War. Don't believe a word I say. I don't expect anybody to believe <laughs> I, 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 I got data, guys. Like I did this. I single-handedly did this on Facebook for almost a whole year. I posted almost 3,000 articles and less than 10 of them were called one considered fake news. On fact, on record, period. So I might, I, I might be that data-driven to see what you're talking about. Right. Because it's affecting my personal life. It's affecting my business. It, it's hurting my business, as a matter of fact. So it wasn't until I finally got my wife super involved and she's like, oh, snap. I'm like, right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I had no idea. And she's just like, we had no idea. Right. And rents do. Yeah. It's like, what? Wait, wait, we got to fix this. Sure. But fortunately, I'm smart enough to know who and I know where and I know when. But it all starts with why. And then when you go through that basic cycle of thought, then the hows were tend to come through. And that's what me and you're talking about. We, I think we know how based on what you bring to the table. And that's why I'm fully behind you, bro. I don't have time for that stuff anymore. I don't want to do that stuff anymore. You, you so baller, you wheels up in 24, dog. You understand how gangster that is? I was like, man, you got this. I ain't even worried, man. Like, that's da, da, da. Call you up, bro. Call him up. Like, I feel like he's dope. I, I, I endorse you a million percent, man. Because you're not doing this for the money. You know, you're you're doing this because people really are hurting out there. And I think you saw me a little bit even before I saw myself. Um, and, and that's what really inspired me to really stay with you because you really are offering a lot as far as mentorship goes. You, you offer a lot as far as how to move and the next steps that really, really help people create space while we're getting forward progress. That's a hard balance. It's usually either or just from moving that way for so long. And you figured out not only how to do both, but how to like gradually increase that lane. It's almost like you're doing a heart procedure. Like to me, you're a business heart surgeon. You see for a fact (laughs) that somebody's about the AFib right now. You see the arteries of of our economy clogged up. You see all the different ventricles because you're talking to all of these different businesses. You know, we've already cut the fat out. We're in a different kind of economy and you really see these lanes and all you're asking for is a slight assist. You're not even asking for a lot, just a conversation. To me, yeah. any everybody should be talking to you right now, period. Well, I, I appreciate that for sure. 
Yeah, and, not uh, facts, bro. Like seriously, like I mean, I got. I'm still like, I don't want to be giving you like you see me. I'm still I'm getting those conversations. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody who talks to you go, oh wow, that's it. Oh wow, it's a big right, deal, right. brothers. And I, and I'm honored. And thank you so much for really just seeing me. It, it means a lot to me, man, because you see me out here. Some 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 on some hands I'm flourishing, on some hands I'm struggling, you know, right. and I'm just doing my best to keep the fight. And I'm, but I'm playing it both ways. People don't understand that. They don't understand how passive income works. They don't understand how residual income works. They don't understand mm-hmm. how to hustle. They don't know how to do a lot of stuff out here. And I'm just like, this is what I do. This is all I've done my whole life. Like I was born and raised in a briar patch. You know, you just got to learn how to move <laughs> a little bit while we've getting some yeah. EOD out for it. So we in the briar patch. Yeah. We do like for EOD right now, bro. <laughs> there you go. For sure. Uh, well, I, mean, I mean, out of love. I'm not talking about yeah, I'm not talking about the way that the, because, again, there's some retrofitting that we have to do. You just can't just snap your fingers on stuff like this because it literally affects eight billion people. So sure. you're one of the best retrofitters, too, because you really are looking for, in my opinion, just the most efficient way to just do it and speed is power. So you just, mm-hmm. you just fix it. Yeah. You go next. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Either fix it or you don't. Right. So just is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But anyway, well, Hey, Fred, thanks for being here. How can people get a hold of you, buddy? If they want to uh, work with team team, Fred. Awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, brother. Well, well, just well, just specifically for this lane, um, this is part of my President's Club manifesto. And the reasons why I'm saying it like that is because I know uh Jason is a super high-level guy, and I'm super, super excited to always be working with you, brother. Um, so for this specific uh lane, it's the President's Club Manifesto. They can get a hold of me over at superstar.coach, www.superstar.coach. And this is the kind of conversations that um, Jason explores in further detail, but I'm out in the field absolutely just putting in the work on because it's affecting our SMBs, which are small to mid-sized businesses. It's affecting our pop-up. It's, it's affecting our startups. I get I get I get data directly from Facebook, and one of the things that we saw was um, they're two to three times more likely to fail based on current environmental conditions, and that's including all the stuff me and you just talked about. So I just want a safe space to hold those conversations. Superstar.coach is that lane, and it's very specific. This is for people who want to be critical thinkers, not critical people. If you're a critical person, that's fine. You can come in in our entry-level stuff and ask all the questions you want. I'll do my best to give you data, evidence, facts, figures, or whatever you need. But at the end of the day, we need movement. I'm not looking for, you know, I'm looking for action takers just like you are. I'm looking for verbs, not nouns. I'm looking for somebody to just give me a little bit of hope, a glimpse and belief. And I, I can, I can show you the world. You already know it, bro. <laughs> we'll just, I, I fix it. It's done. It's like, what's next? <laughs> so i love you brother that's all i got to say on that one man but they got to come right. superstar yeah. coach you know that's how i'm Good. playing all right awesome well hey thanks for being here fred you know you're near and dear to me brother um you're you've became a very good friend not just a partner very good friend and uh you know i look forward to a great year with you as well Thank thanks you, for being here likewise and much love my brother Call me right. if lost. there you go <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you for joining us today uh, for this episode of War Room Moments. Remember, dream it, believe it, and achieve it. This is Jason Miller, your host, signing off. 
Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.